1: welcome to abw live show 399 and the 1000th youtube video that we have done for you beautiful people there's only there's only two things i care about today really Liverpool are not champions and Burnley <laughs> have gone down thank you very much footballing gods fuck Liverpool fuck Burnley la de da da and I think Arsenal played today as well with me this afternoon is uh well this morning in Stan's case because it's only 10 19 at finally Stan finally last game of the season I can automatically tell what time it is there You're at 10 19 it. a.m it's Stan the man how are you doing Treacle?
2: I'm doing really well hi to everyone in the chat box um for me, though, I've got to be—I've got to be honest. I feel kind of bittersweet about today's result. Really bittersweet because, as much as I'm happy of how we rounded off the season with a bit of a goal fest, and um, you know qualifying for the Europa League, it just really stings me that we've lost out. I think it was it two points. I think it is on top- well, One point plus the goal difference, we would yeah. have had to get two points. I would feel a lot. Oh no, it is two points. Two points. Yes, I'd, but I'd feel a lot better if Man United and Tottenham were in had switched places in the table. I wouldn't feel as as mm. uh, as uh, depressed about it that we've missed out by two points to them. So it's bittersweet yeah. for me. I know, absolute scumbags. Um, how does it feel being the
1: latest member of the ABW WhatsApp uh, group? What, what have you made of it so far? Apart from people never fucking reply to anything.
2: <laughs> well, I still have. I'm still waiting for the keys to the executive washroom. So you know, if you can get that <laughs> sorted out from HR. I, I moan a lot, don't
1: I, on the podcast about them never replying? Now you've seen firsthand; they don't fucking reply, do they? See, the thing
2: is, right, the phone that I've got, it's uh, the, the the little the little snip to put it on silent don't work properly so sometimes during the night i can hear ping (laughs) ping, (laughs) ping, Uh, uh, and i've uh, just just worked out how to mute it for like uh, half a day
1: good um yes so uh i'm just gonna do get these uh these tweets ready because otherwise i will forget and nobody will know the show is on and then we're gonna go and say hello to some of the beautiful bastards in the chat right um Oh, look at that. Size double dip in. Very kind of you, so. Very nice. That means to stat pad this show, much like Arsenal stat padded today, you watch us on YouTube and you watch us on Twitch as well. And if you're watching on Twitch, you can't mute Twitch. You have to um, mute the tab, not the actual show itself. Otherwise, it doesn't count as uh, someone's watching. I know they're sneaky fuckers. Let's start from the bottom, shall we? Julio Salmondo, Brighton at Home Simple.
2: What does that mean? Did really Brighton beat West Ham? No, I think he's maybe saying, "Had had we uh, got a result? Oh, if, if only
1: we'd have had this this kind of performance against Everton when they were shocking the first well, time, yeah, exactly. we'd have done it that time. Then we would be in the Champions <laughs> League." People, uh, Phil Macker is there? Uh, <laughs> key to the McDonald's disabled <laughs> toilet, more like. I had a poo in the toilet in in Edinburgh once. We drove to Scotland and back in a couple a day for no reason, and that's Just the a only the <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, that's the only place I could find where I could have a poop. Sad times. Uh, Loki is there. I'm happy with the bin. Dippers didn't win the league. That for me is the second most important thing of the season. First, we finish above Spurs and secondly those fucks don't win anything and they fucking didn't mark is there hello mark yep stan exactly how i'm feeling uh, phil there those three state defeats destroyed us well we did that three times this season didn't we yeah uh, one in the middle well, one at the beginning one in the middle and one at the end um uh i'm um, no good procrastinating womble time to go all quincy me on the season Oh, medical examiner great days you we know, i'm not even gonna ask if you remember because i know you do Because actually oh, you're okay. older than me you're now the oldest Jeff, person at abw Am I? Well, oh, Jeff, oh, jeff's there, but jeff's in semi-retirement at the moment
2: oh i get a free bus pass as well then hopefully
1: you do avon is there we were one win short and uh, what else have we got there ah albert right. is oh, there right. perfect timing just seconds waiting Michael is there, of course, on Twitch. Who else is there? Formerly Noza is there. Hello. Div is there. Let's go. John Cronin. Hello. Um, who else is in? I'm going from top to the bottom of the thing. Ah, Matt Roberts is there. How are you doing, Matt? Hey, Dan, it would have been nice to have been on the pod, but perhaps next season we'll be able to do a bit more. You're a busy man. What the fuck's that? Oh, somewhere at my door, delivering something. You're a busy man, Matt. See, Matt, if you want to know all about ladies football, go and uh, give Matt a follow on, on Twitter, uh, Matt L. Roberts. He goes to the games, does reports. It's very good. Nick B is there. Gemini Jedi is there also. Have I missed anybody at the beginning? Mr. Waffles. Yes. Um, busy uh, knocking up stuff from bits of wood. Super Calabula, Bilibula, is there. We go right down to the bottom again. Dejan is there. How do 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 Still want Arteta Sack to take it. BX is there. Divian is double-dipping. Excellent. Very kind of you. It says here we've got three people watching on Twitch. So uh, we need about 100 to make any kind of difference. Never going to happen. So, uh, oh, we've got a name down here. I don't remember. T.J. Tirgurish-Kumar. United and mighty Arsenal in the Europa League. Well it could be better it could be worse i think that was the average expectation for us this season so no one can be overly disappointed stan my my notes are i started to make them and then i was putting little notes when spurs scored start at the beginning saka is the second youngest player in premier league history to play every game in a season any idea who the other player was because i've got no idea no no Ah, Yazid says hi hello um, my next note, 16 minutes, spurs 1-0 up. At that point you kind of realize it's all over, didn't you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was thinking, is there any way, is there any way that a miracle was going to happen today? But you know, that goal was quite early, I think, for them, wasn't it? And that kind of like started putting the uh, the dampness on everything. It did indeed. Uh, Twenty-three
1: minute. Let's have something. Happy to talk about goal. Iwobi handball. Now this went. It did the handball, kind of shoulder ball, and then yeah. it went on, and then it was ignored, and then about an hour later, the VAR went. Oh, oh, maybe that might be a penalty. Shit, penalty to give. Took Asia to check, and then he gave the pen. Martinelli took it and scored. Did you have you you no? You didn't have. You don't use IPTV, do you? No. I had an absolute fucking. I had to pay for what is that. Cost me seventy six fucking pounds for two years. My IPTV, each each channel was there's about two of them that I was using. It would work for three minutes, then stop. Then it buffer. Then it would stop. Absolute fucking nightmare. So I didn't see the penalty. Was it good?
2: Yeah, it was. A, it was Martinelli, which was a surprise. Uh, I thought okay, because I thought Saka was uh, on penalty duty. Yes, yeah, so I yeah, but he was confident and he tucked it away really well. As for the penalty, I thought that if the ball hit ab- above the shirt line, sort of in this area, it wasn't given as a handball because it did look uh, qu- quite high. But um, I'm glad that we got a penalty, obviously some of the shit
1: that referees haven't seen this season. There's that one going round where the the uh, Tavares throwing against Spurs, barely not a uh, barely any illegal throw-in, and then uh the one Burnley did one. He had one foot on the fucking pitch when he took it. No one said shit. Yeah, exactly. What? This whole f- bloody thing is is an absolute disgrace. Mark says, "I use IP vanish." Oh. Is that um is that for your your furniture? Get it up, looking lovely. Julio says, uh, "Imagine how we'd have I felt we felt or felt if Spurs had uh, win from being two nil down. At least we were put out of a misery." Yes, good point for those people who who weren't watching the football today. At one point, Man City were losing two nil, and Liverpool were losing one nil. Liverpool were back to one one, and then I think they Liverpool made it two one, and then Man City one two and then it was 2-2, and then Man City 3-2. Um, I, I forget the feeling that Pep was just fucking around with them because
2: they um, he didn't they even play. They three goals in about, what oh, was it like four or five minutes, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, um, I'll have a little oh, look. Like, it, was it was a really
2: short spread, wasn't it? it, it what, they goals. scored
1: 76, 78, 81, uh, five minutes. There you go. It, well, he brings on Gundogan in 68, and then he scores a goal, and then he scores another one between Rodri scoring one in the middle.
2: He scores quite a lot of goals for them, doesn't he? Good in the gun. I think he might well he's be their goal
1: scorer this season. Oh, well, that's another thing. Liverpool. I mean, before the game started today, Liverpool were on on course to win the quadruple and yeah. get the golden boot. And so now he's sharing the golden boot with Son, the cheating, diving fuck. They're not going to do the quadruple, and then we we'll see against Real Madrid, all they're going to do is do the league and cup double, which Arsenal did in 1993. So uh, fuck you, Liverpool. I hate that club. And Chelsea fans were cheering because Man City were winning. <laughs> That's how much everybody hates Liverpool. Yeah, there was a big
2: uh, cheer went up at the uh, in the uh, Everton crowd as well when they found out that uh, Liverpool were sort of like out of the, out of the game.
1: It was. It's brilliant. Um, Sire says, after the Wobbe, uh, after watching Wobe's fifth time this season, I'm glad he's not playing for us. Bless him. Oh, and someone who is playing for us. It's Mr. Walker. How do you call, my boy? I Gentlemen, how are you?
0: Well, we're just laughing at Liverpool. Do you know what? I'm not... Sorry. Stan? Stan, how are you? Good, mate. Um, hello, everyone in the chat. I couldn't bear if Liverpool was to win the quadruple. Like, <laughs> at least now, we don't need to hear for the next week about how they're the greatest team in the world and blah, blah, blah. And What makes it even better out of everything is the fact that their cult hero Steven Gerrard had the chance to make them win it and slipped up once again, and I use that term um, <laughs> genuinely. Like it just makes me laugh. Like I, I love it. Um, so yeah, and but fuck Liverpool, up the Arsenal, and all sorts. <laughs>
1: Getting a bit of love in the chat there, Carl. Lots of people saying hello
0: to you. Oh, so I haven't even opened up YouTube. Sorry, everyone. Hello, um, chat. How is everyone doing? Are we happy? Uh, with I mean, it's just typical Arsenal, isn't it no pressure and you know, <laughs> and win when we needed to win our at uh good at some part in, in this season. Did we lose 2 1 to them? I'm sure we did, didn't we? Right, like, yeah, it just shows. But you know what? A win's a win, and I'll take it Gen- genuinely. Like, a win is a win, and I will take a win any day of the week.
1: Good. Um. Yes, so uh, the season's ended on a high. Um, Why didn't you go to the game, Carl? I thought you'd have gone with the nice weather and...
0: I had So, Danny, you're going to laugh at me again. More barbecues? (laughs) Yes, I had a... a, (laughs) My goddaughter is her birthday and I had a barbecue. So I had to go there early and I had to let her mum know that though I love my goddaughter, like I love you, Aubrey, I do. Arsenal comes first. So I had to go there, show my face, say hello and then come back... Uh, to watch Arsenal because I had to find a um, (coughs) legal stream to watch it on. So I had to quickly come back. But yeah, that's the reason why I never went. I was going to go, though. Uh,
1: Dejan says, yeah, Robertson has an annoying face. That is a reason I don't like Liverpool. The most annoying face is um, in the whole of football. is Is it Phil Foden of Man City? He's got that stupid haircut with a really short fringe. It, it reminds me of a, uh, a disgruntled uh, Romulan with that haircut. <laughs> so that's that's, a, that's one of the fellow Star Trek fans. Yeah. Um, Divian wants you to sing, Carl. He wants you to sing the 69-69 Trust the Process. I, I didn't even know that was a song.
0: Not that I, to be honest. But, you know, Trust the Process FC, We. Yeah. what makes me laugh is that I've got a load of Man United fans. I'm sure everyone here... Also has, and they were the first ones to be saying, "Oh, this season's done. We've not worry about this season. Let's look to next season." Where was that talk at the beginning of the season? Because at the beginning of the season, they were telling us about how they're going to be challenging Man City for the title because they got Ronaldo and Sanchez and Varane. Like, where were where were all those people? Like, it makes me laugh. Like, Man United, they're celebrating Arsenal not getting into the um, Champions League. Fine, you can do that, but. Two of your rivals were going to win the title today. Like, where's your shame? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that.
1: Um, name blocked, Stan, says, excuse, it's in capital letters, excuses and happy talk everywhere. This is disgraceful. It is an English thing, a British thing. We, we laugh in the face of uh, stuff that worries us. It's just the typical British way of accepting things. Oh, I've been shot in the leg and have a little giggle. Oh, I've had all my teeth pulled out and have a little giggle. got another parking ticket. (laughs) It's just what we do, isn't it? We're all gutted that Spurs have finished above us. We're angry that so many times this season we could have got the points, but that's just what we do, isn't it, Stan?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many opportunities where we, we, we had this in the palm of our hands. I mean, I always want, you know, I always felt that for me, qualifying for the Europa League was the minimum. And I'm happy that we've got that. I really am. It just stings that it's those lot that have pipped us to the bigger prize just by two points. You know, my missus could see how how down I was at the end of the game, you know, and she kept saying to me, you know, always celebrate your victories enjoy your victories no matter how small and she's Mm. right you know because I kept saying to her I was walking around the front room and every now and again I'd just go fucking Tottenham that's all I would just say fucking Tottenham and she'd be like hey you know celebrate your victories and I'll make you a bacon sandwich so
0: Stan can I ask you a question like yes and, and you Danny as well what one game this season do you think it went wrong for us? I know you could talk about the losses to Palace, Southampton and Brighton, the three in a row, but do you think there was one game in particular where it just literally went left for us, like that's where we genuinely lost it?
2: I think the Newcastle game, because that's where we kind of had it in the palm of our hands. To just put out a really good performance, a, a similar to the one, a performance that we did today, and we we would have been coasting. Yeah, there were some other games that would have helped us, but that was the one game where we needed to pull it out the most. You know, and, and I keep I keep mentioning it on on some of the other pods. On one, the players were getting an individual bonus of about five hundred thousand pounds, right, if they got to fourth. So you've got that that incentive, that personal incentive, and you couldn't dig it out. At Newcastle, So that one, for me, is the one that bites the most.
0: I mean, i just seen, that like, Danny's put it up on the screen, um, if anyone's watching. And it always seems that we lose our games in groups. So we lost the first three. Yeah. Um, like, Brentford, Chelsea. We should have won a Brentford one, but obviously COVID hit. Brentford, and, uh, sorry, Chelsea and Man City, you can probably kind of say at that time, they're be better than us, maybe, like... With it is uh, losing to Liverpool, you know, loads of teams have lost to Liverpool. And let's be honest, they are probably the best, one of the best teams in the world at the moment. We lost to Man United and Everton uh, together, which, let's be honest, both of those we should have won. It's all should have called the Wooders, but we should have won. We lost to Man City, where we blatantly played much better than them. And that's the game where... Didn't, we get a send, didn't Gabriel get sent off? And then Jacques gave away a penny, didn't he? So like, that was kind of neither here nor there. Lost to Liverpool again, which, you know, there's no shame losing to Liverpool. And then we lost to three dreaded games uh, of Palace, Brighton and Southampton, and then losing to Tottenham and Newcastle on the bounce. Like, we go through space where, do you think it's a confidence thing, Stan, where... You know, when we lose, our heads drop and then we just can't regain momentum.
2: I think that the clumps of those losses that we have, the reason that we get these losses that come in groups, I think it's the inconsistency of having a a young spread of players and not having maybe two or three, what I would call leaders that are able to do something in game management to keep people going. Sometimes it feels like when it folds, it's like a pack of cards. It all folds. You don't just get one or two, have a bad day. It seems to go through the whole team. And then you look at those three runner games, the Crystal Palace, Southampton and Brighton. We didn't get a single point. Nothing. I mean, you can see you can see what this team is capable of. We've seen this team play really good football. We saw it today. But we got nothing from those three. And I just think that the inconsistencies are down to not having that experience to help them out sometimes, with that in-game management. And until we rectify that... You know, if Lacazette needs to be replaced, he needs to be replaced with experience. If Xhaka goes, he needs to be replaced with experience. If we go out and buy, say, another two or three or four players, all with a profile between the ages of, say, 19 and 22, we will continue to have clumps of games where we're going to have these inconsistencies, and it's going to hurt us.
0: I mean, Danny, do you think that's something that the manager should be managing, like... Like um, Stan said, the the players are young and they don't have the experience. But do you think that's something that the manager could do better? I
1: think it's both, isn't it? The manager needs to get the experience because he's still only two and a half years into the job. And some of the players are so young. I mean, like I said at the beginning of the show, Cole, that Saka is only the second ever player in Premier League history. The second youngest player in Premier League history to play every Premier League game in a season. I don't know who the other player was, but they didn't mention it. But looking at all of our results, that question you asked in the first place, I would say you look at the middle of December. First uh, uh, middle of December, we scored 9, 10, 11. We scored 14 league goals in four games. And then we scored one against City, none against Burnley, and one against Wolves. That Burnley game at home, we should have easily won that game. I was going to expand it and see if we had anyone. No, didn't he had Nobody sent off. We had nobody booked. And then uh, look at that one before. Yeah, yeah. they got a penalty in the 57th minute against Man City. And then we had Gabriel sent off for those two. I think that was the one we shouldn't have really got the first book in, should he? And then I think all the referees in the media were saying that uh, they, he shouldn't have got the second yellow because they already had one. But that Burnley game for me, Carl, that's it. But we've seen in spells this season, we've had a rough run. Like beginning of the season, players were missing. Middle of the season, uh, that run there where we uh, lost to Liverpool, lost to Palace, lost to Brighton, lost to Southampton and, and beat Villa 1-0 in between. <coughs> <coughs> runs like that, thats you can see we're getting better, but runs like that are always going to happen. We beat Leicester home and away. We beat Wolves home and away. We beat, um, there was another team that we always struggle against that we beat home and away, whereas uh, in recent years, they were the teams that we were struggling against. And to finish the season with a 5-1 win, but you look out there. I think we. I said in one of the podcasts, Carl. I think it was the one we were on a couple of weeks ago. Six games this season, we lost by one goal and another fight, And I think we we've drawn. I'll have a look as well. We've drawn three games. So the six we lost by a goal and the three that we drew. That's nine games. All we needed was a striker to get one goal, and we'd have been we'd have finished in fourth.
0: I mean, that's got to be the priority going forward. I mean, I know. I mean, technically, at the moment we don't have a striker because, like I said, hasn't got a contract and he doesn't know he's going to sign. as Eddie and Ketia, so at the moment I think Florian Balogun is our only striker when he comes back from um, Nottingham Forest. So that's got to be the key. And I, I I agree with what Stan said. We need we do need a good striker, and you know we that's a hundred percent. But we need someone with an experience. We can't just bring in a young striker. You know, um, we need someone who knows about in-game management. We need someone with, you know, technical game now. And I think that although Arteta is building a young squad, and I'm all for it. Sometimes I do think we need the finished article. You know, you know, like we bought uh, Thomas Partey at 27. We someone who, you know, someone who doesn't need to work on their game. Someone that is their game. And mm. I wouldn't mind bringing in somebody who is the already the finished article. If we can get. Three or four years out of them—that's it. Like get that, get that time out of them, and then they can move on. Do you agree, Stan?
2: Yeah, oh, perfect. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's a missing piece.
1: Stan, look. Name blocked. Says blah blah blah. Young
2: squad. More excuses. Was it a fact or was it an excuse? It's a, it's a, it's a fact. I mean, I, look. As much as I love Gabrielle and um, Ben White, they're our central pairing. They're, they're both great individually, but they're learning at a similar pace. And I've always it's always worried me a little bit that they haven't got an older head in and around them in the defence. Even if it's somebody that's on the bench and doesn't play every game, that's helping them. And it just worries me that you're going to get a bit of stagnation. I can't even get the word out, but you know what I'm saying. If there's no one in there to help them along. When things go wrong in a game, they're looking at each other. You know? So we do need to have a little bit of experience brought into this team. I mean, we've that's what we
0: got. I mean, sorry, I agree. Sorry. Um, I think that's why Jacque and Partey are really good in the middle of the park, because they should be able to talk to the people playing in front of them and then talk to the people playing behind them. And as much as, you know, you can have a love or hate Xhaka, he's absolutely marmite, isn't he? You either love him or you hate him. The experience that he brings to this squad... And the leadership is absolutely uncanny. He's absolutely brilliant. Because you think that playing in front of him, he's got, what, Odegaard, who is, what, 23, I believe. Saka, 21. Um, either Emil Smith-Rowe or Martinelli, who is 20 and 21, respectively. And then, at the moment, we had Eddie Nketiah, who is 22, I want to say. So, you know, everyone in their 20s, if, if he's playing with a 27-, 28-year-old striker, that experience would do so well because that person would know when to hold the ball up, when to hold it in the corner. You know, Eddie and Nketa at the moment, it's just like run, 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 run. Same as Martinelli. Like with experience, you know, with age comes experience, even on a football pitch. So I think we definitely need, you know, I'd love to get a young striker and then also someone who is already the finished article. Even mm. if we get two or three seasons out of them, I would love that.
1: Um, <clears throat> uh, Carl, if you saw the game, uh, Delhi Alley today, I put 28th minute Delhi Alley is an absolute joke. They were attacking on the left-hand side. He miskicked it while under pressure from nobody and give the ball to us. And then he tries to kill Cedric a little bit later on. Then he gives away a corner and he clashes with Xhaka and up uh, at there will be a red car. But they ended up taking him off. It's hilarious to think that that bloke only a few years ago scored 20 Premier League goals. I think it was twenty he's, or fourteen and twenty overall. What and he's I only twenty six or something. What a
0: career he's not having. It's just gone straight downhill. I, I, don't, I don't want to say Mourinho's ruined him because he was kind of being a little bit ruined under Poch, but his career has taken an absolute nosedive. And let's be honest, I, at one point he was very good. Like he was a, an extremely good player, and even you know, I hate it hurts me to say it, but he was. And I don't know what happened. You know, with that. Poch leaving, Mourinho coming in, and then under Nunu, uh, Spirito Santos. Like, just don't know. But you know, and he went to and then he didn't went to Everton, and even Lampard is not playing him. So th- they must be seeing something in training where it's like, well, bloody hell, that like, he's not the player that he was. And someone may try to come in and get him. But I saw reports the other day that even Everton are trying to flog him off for like. 20 million or something along those lines. So yeah, listen, I, I'm happy. I don't like him. I think he's always been a prick, like um from his Tottenham days, gone to Everton. he still changed, yeah, changed. I'm just glad that the fans booed him at every single opportunity which mm-hmm. battled him, mm-hmm. which was really, really good.
2: Do you do you not remember on um you know that the Amazon thing that they did behind the scenes at Tottenham? I didn't watch it. I well, watched like, it, I didn't
0: watch Tottenham One. I, I saw a picture of it.
2: It was quite entertaining, but I, I remember uh, in a part of that where uh, they were in their sort of like training room where they watched stuff, whatever, and um, Mourinho was kind of like digging Dele Alley out for his sort of like lack of efforts in training. So that was even way back then. And I remember listening to that and thinking, oh, OK.
0: So it must be something like, and do you know what? Yeah, like I said, at one time he was very good. He was a talent, but. You know, he's dropped off and I could care absolute less, to be honest. Uh, I don't care where he goes. So he go back to League One or wherever the hell he can't. MK Dons, wasn't it? I'm sure back to yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be, let him go there because he'll never, he'll never get back to where he was. Um, I don't know if he believed his own hype and started to think that he was better than he was. Like, no idea, but... Yeah, As my missus just would just
2: say, him. he started smelling his own farts.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what maybe started doing and... To be honest with him, to be honest with you, I'm ha- I'm just really happy that you know the Arsenal fans let him know today just how bad, just how much he was. Oh God, not to see Man City with the trophy. As long as it's not Liverpool, I don't really care, to be honest. But um yeah. But do you know what? This season I think it's shown us a lot. Um I think all the three of us can also agree that we are annoyed that we didn't make the top four, just because it was in our own hands and we lost it, and I think it was there. But at the beginning of the season, if someone said we would have been fifth, would we have taken it (laughs) from finishing eighth two seasons in a row? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, that was was the goal. goal.
0: So if the goal was to get back into Europe, which we achieved our absolute minimum and we missed out on overachieving by two points with... Playing with a handicap, I think, all season because we didn't have a natural striker. Yeah. Both our fullbacks were missing for maybe just over half the campaign. Um, our midfield are one of our greatest midfielders that uh, this season has been missing for God knows how long. If we start to click next season, and it's all if, buts, and maybe as I understand, next season, surely top four has got to be the minimum. Do you think, Stan, like the, the minimum next season benchmark has got to be getting into Champions League?
2: Well, if we invested, uh, what was it? We've invested over £200 million and that managed to get us an improvement of what was that, three, three places in the league. If we're going to go again big in the summer, then you would think that 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 money invested should be enough to take us at least up another place at least another place. If we've managed to do what we've done with papering over the cracks, with hardly any bench, with no variety, been able to do no variety sometimes in games because we've got nothing to draw from, hardly sometimes playing feels like with 10 men because we haven't had a striker, it felt like, in a lot of the games, we should be able to kick on.
0: I mean, Danny, next season, obviously, we're now going to be playing Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, majority of the time with our squad at the moment is paper thin at the moment. So we are going to need almost a second replacement playing almost every decision because we can't play no player can play every single game. So that means Saka having to get more of a risk because there's no way Saka can play Sunday, Thursday every single week. Um so and let's face it, Pepe's going to be leaving. Um Leno is going to be leaving. So I know we've got a new replacement goalkeeper. We are going to need another Probably two defenders, maybe another defender, centre mid, a centre back, uh, another centre mid. Um, Kieran Tierney, he he can't give us a season of football. He's Uh injury prone. Uh, As much as I like him, Tavares, I'll be honest with you, how that man is a footballer for Arsenal, I have (laughs) no idea. I think think he's one of, he's just brain dead. Um, We still got to be looking at. Tomiyasu as well. Can he give us uh, a whole season of football? But then we've got in coming back. Is Bedringen going to be sold? Is he going to stay? Like, There's so many different variables of what could happen this season. But I guess the question I'm asking, Danny, is how much investment do you think is actually needed? I mean, you know, we've got the two strikers that we 100% need, but what else are, do you think are key positions that we have to have?
1: Uh, first, we've got someone new on Twitch who said hello. Initially, stupidity. Initial stupidity. Good name. And we've had Rockford Stone followers on Twitch. That's lovely. That's nice. Um, what do we need? Well, we need a backup fallback. Well, it depends on who's going to leave. Um, this, uh, the, the, asking for the person here name block says. Let's stop lying to ourselves. AFC aren't going to buy anyone. We need. Well, statements like that proves you're an idiot because we're going to buy lots of players, just like we did. That's why we didn't buy anybody in January. We're going to buy lots of stuff that we need in the uh, the, the summer transfer window, maybe five or six players. A lot of that depends on who we manage to get out. But like you were saying, Carl, we need um, Tammy Abraham. We need Gabriel Hayhoose, if he's going to come, or maybe an Ollie Watkins, who today was absolutely world-class against Man City, apparently. Um, maybe even a Calvert-Lewin, if we can't get um, Tammy Abrahams. And then we need someone in central midfield who's going to uh, break up play because we we've got um, parties moved there recently, and he's the one that plays in front of the back four. We need someone whose job it is to sit there, like Torea did for the first six months. So that's three players we need. We need a um, we need uh, the young Hickey from um, from Bologna who can play left back, left midfield. Right back, right midfield. He can play anywhere across the the, the back eight positions because he's du- he's dual footed. And you go and have a look at him on on uh, transfer market. You see all the positions they've been playing him this season: right midfield, left midfield, right back, left back. Plays all of them. Brilliant. Scores goals. That bloke is the is the Jules Gramandi. He's the Remy Guard. He's the um, the Cedric. The kind of player that can play in all these positions, but he's better than all of them. So we can get him in and then get Cedric out the door but we just need to make sure that um, we get the right players out. I think we need a backup goalkeeper because Arthur isn't good enough. Leno is leaving and uh, the the American that's coming in, I'm not sure if he's I coming cannot. in. Is, is he coming in from Colorado Rapids or DC? I know we've got one from each. I can't remember. Uh, well, whichever one of those is coming in. Um but the big money is going to go on the strikers' goal because we've we've got the, the 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 we've got the players to create the goals as we've seen so often this season ten twenty thirty chances and we'll get one goal and that's what we need so the big money is going to go on those two and maybe a defensive midfielder.
0: Yeah, uh, I kind of I, I agree with you. I think with the playing two games a week, I think that's going to be quite important. But the thing is as well is that whoever we buy is going to... Say that we buy a fringe player who's on the cusp of their World Cup squad. I think that will be really good just because they're going to play out their skin to try and make their World Cup squad. So they're going to be really, really hungry. And then we're going to... I mean, but obviously we don't want to fall off after the World Cup if they do make it. Um It's, it's really weird. So obviously, next season, we're starting quite early and then the World Cup coming like in November, which is just going to be like a really weird time. It's because aren't they playing back-to-back uh, group games in, like, the Champions League and also the Europa? So, literally, for, what, six, seven weeks straight, we will be playing Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, like, just to get the group games out of the way before the World Cup. So, what I'm trying to say is, we are going to need to do business early because surely everybody, because there's such a short time before the season starts, I think it's only five weeks, I'm sure it's something along them lines, but... Um, do you think that Arsenal now they hundred percent know that they're in the Europa League? They would have a, they would have, they would have had a Champions League target, and then they would have a Europa League target. So, do you think, Stan, that we could still go over some of our Champions League targets even though you're in the Europa League? It just you know depends on how much Arsenal want them and how much they're willing to pay.
2: Well, this is where you see like uh, whether Edu and Mikel Arteta are worth their cheddar. This is for them now to go and start to waxing lyrical into the years of their targets and selling what it is that they have to offer. They've done it with Martin Odegaard. Because I remember back then, you know, back around when we had Martin Odegaard on loan and then he went back to, to, to Madrid and everybody was saying that the players didn't want to work for the manager. And I'm like, well, how can that be? Surely a player like Martin Odegaard who sampled it at Arsenal, if it was as bad as everyone's saying, he wouldn't be coming back. He'd be like, no, thanks. It's a shit show over there. So it's down now to Arteta and I do to sell the project. The money's going to be there. It's just that you get some of those. Uh, you get some of the attitude of some players. well, if it's not Champions League, they don't want to come to you. Rather than say, "Yeah, I'll come. I'll be the cherry on top, and I will pull you up and drive you into the Champions League." I want, player, I want a player. I want a player that's coming with that kind of an attitude. I heard a guard. Yeah, I want that kind of an attitude of a player. They are saying like, Well, you know, you're not in the Champions League find somebody else someone that's going to take us into the champions league
0: no i agree mm-hmm. we need someone who's going to come in and say do you know what i was the missing piece that last yeah, season i'm the one i'm gonna get you there
1: um I mean, should I- we have a, a moment of happiness Cole? and uh, as although i'm an Inter Milan fan <laughs> uh, Oli giroux at the age of 35 scored two goals today and it looks like, I haven't gone and checked, but it looks like um, AC Milan have now won Serie A. And so Giroud has gone there and he has won. Yeah, he's won. They uh, they won the game 3-0. And so he's got a, a, a title at last. The last one he won was when he was with, I think, Montpellier in France. And then he, we bought him the season, next season. And so he's now champions of Italy. So uh, well done, Mr Giroud, you beautiful bastard. The French does that make you happy?
0: It, it does, because um, although... You know, that 2000 and was it 16 when Leicester won it and he didn't win for, he didn't score for like 14 games. Not gonna lie, I was calling him every name under the sun. But the man is, you know, he pops up with goals like really when you need them. And he wasn't a bad player, he was just went through certain spells. So I liked Oliver, I liked Giroud. Like, do you remember 2 1 to Giroud or 2 0 Giroud? Like, that was always the the um the, the chant in our group chat when we was doing um, the predictions league. But yeah, happy for him. Like I'm not happy for Ivan Gazidis because I don't like him, but you know, um, credit to Olivier Giroud. Well done. He seems, um, to,
2: he seems to have it all doesn't he? He's a chick magnet and a trophy magnet. Everywhere he goes, he just attracts trophies. Do you do an impersonation of your Mrs.
1: accent, Stan? No. Why? Oh, have you heard? Cause I know you do voices. Oh, oh I always do my mum's when she's here. You little bastard, that's all <laughs> I ever say. But uh, have you heard Chris's accents? That he does, you and him could work together and do an entire show of wonder. He's magnificent, any he, Carl. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, he does great accents, yeah, I've done them for a while. But, uh, yeah, 30 minutes, the Eddie goal. Saka corner. Sorry to get it back on track, but there was no real running (laughs) order for today's show. Uh, Carl, uh, Eddie, sack a corner, curls it in. Martinelli jumps up with, I think, Xhaka. I think Martinelli gets a a hair, a slight hair on it. And uh, then Eddie Eddie gets a
0: header. Do you ever think you'd see the day when Eddie would
1: score with a header? Yeah, he's
0: done it it before. I remember, do you not remember... When he, in the League Cup, and he came on as a substitute and he scored that like, with his first touch, it was a header, um, many, many years ago. Did he scored two? I'm sure he did. Something nope. like that. I remember eh, nothing. Nah. Do you know what? It's going to be sad to see him go. And I don't know. The thing is with um, that, I don't know whether he's playing better than he... For just because you now he's playing for a move. I'm sure he's got a move lined up already. We just don't know. Like I'm, I'm very sure some club has told him, you know, we're gonna sign you, just not being announced yet because he's technically not out of contract at Arsenal yet. But uh Eddie scoring today makes me happy. With me, our top league scorer with five goals, which just shows you how depressing this season <laughs> has been, to be honest. But do you know what? Wherever he goes, our top
1: goal scorer in the league is Saka with eleven, Smith with ten, Odegaard six, Martinelli, yeah, Martinelli five, and Gabriel. And no, I think Gabriel and Eddie have both got five. Not sure. Sixteenth of May. Yes, that's not been updated. It's uh, Eddie and Gabriel both. Gabriel and Gabriel are on five. Martinelli is now on six. Odegaard's on seven
0: we need more goals in the
1: squad. I I mean, our top goal scorer this season's got two, um, 12 goals (laughs) in all competitions.
0: Yeah. That's not good. Well, you say all competitions. We was only in three. (laughs) Every time I got knocked (laughs) out of one straight away. (laughs) The other one. Yeah. We made it to the semi. So yeah. But next season, I did more games, but so get back on track. Uh, Eddie and Ketia, you know, happy for him, happy that he um got his goal, Where he goes next season. Good luck to you, Eddie. Um, well, do you want him to stay? <sighs> do you know what? I'm gonna say no because I feel like there are better players out there than Eddie and Ketia. I feel like Arsenal can be can get a better player. And if we really, really wanted him to stay, I think we would have gone a little bit harder for him. And it was only because Lacazette wasn't scoring at all why we decided to throw Eddie in. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's really weird when we have a striker that can actually run and they can put pressure on the other defenders and, you know, we actually get goals. And I think it was just little, too, too little too late. He, he stuck with Lacazette far too long. Lacazette had, what, one goal um, from open play in, like, 19 games, which is for <laughs> for our striker, which is absolutely ridiculous. So, um, I wouldn't want to keep him I just feel that there's much better players out there. I mean, Stan, Dominic Calvert lewin today, I thought he played really, really good. Would you take him Arsenal?
2: He's not a player that really tickles my fancy, to be honest with you, but looking no. at um, Eddie and Lacazette, both of those players, I think, have had plenty of time to cement themselves into the Arsenal team, and they've just never really come across that they've been able to do that. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, he's not a player. I don't know what it is about him. Maybe it's the man bun. I don't, I'm not into man buns, but <laughs> I, never, I never trust a man with a man bun. I just can't trust him. But I'm, I'm not sure. A little bit injury-prone as well. I, I'm, ah, I'm not sure that's that, why um, I
1: brought this up, Stan. Injury-prone? But look at his his, um, previous seasons. Uh, Last season, 33 out of 38. 36, 35, 32. He's only had one season, which is this way. He's been a bit injury prone. Look at that last season. 21 goals. He's only only just gone 25 as well.
2: Hmm.
1: Is that big enough for you to see? Does that change your mind at all?
2: Hmm. Man-bun, though. If he gets an air cut, maybe I'll reconsider.
1: <laughs> I think Abraham, abrahamovic he had a man bun for a while and, uh, he's not a bad player, is he? Or was he? He's 40 now, yeah. still playing.
2: He's got a double. Like he's, him, got, he's got, he's got, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got the double curse and he's got a man bun and a goatee. I mean, you know.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, shall we, uh, I'll get rid of that because, uh, I like him. Carl likes him. I think we should get him. And he's English, which is, which is brilliant. Um, then it's uh, 32nd minute, Carl. Spurs 2-0 up. I mean, I only stopped making notes of Spurs when they got 3-0 up. 47th minute, Carl. Oh, um, uh, Stan, because a call Carl for the last goal. Uh, Donny van der Beek. It won't be down the right. It was walking. It was like old men. I remember Holly used to play walking football, Carl. It reminded me of that. It won't be going down the right wing. Uh, casual ball into DCL. He puts, he gets it and goes. uh, He taps it slowly across goal, and then um, and no one clears it. He taps it right between uh, our two our two centre backs, and uh, it's like uh, um, Ramsdale and our two centre backs have made it a little uh, a little triangle, and he put it right between all of them, and no one really took any notice of it. And then Donny steps in between our two centre backs, toe pokes it, scores. Were you angry what? about the defending of there, or was it last game of the season you didn't care?
2: It brought a tear to my eye because I'm a big Danny Donny van der Beek fan. You know, I really wanted him to come to Arsenal. I loved him when he was at Ajax. So t- 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 it did bring a tear to my eye when I saw that. But you're right. It was almost like the ball just kind of like trundled through everybody to Donny Dan van der Beek, who had acres of space to just slot it away. Don't know. Maybe everyone had just switched off for those few moments.
1: How about you, Carl? Were you angry, yeah, or did you just, ah,
0: yeah? It. Because where was the left back? I'm, I'm, I'm on Tavares because I think he, I, I genuinely think he's one of the worst players Arsenal <laughs> ever signed. That, <laughs> um, as so I was on him because you know when, whenever a ball comes across the box like that, the first thing you say was is stop the cross. Where was the left back? Why, you know, why was he allowed the player to get out of position? So it, it pisses me off. Um, so. Yeah, I think we could have done better on that. And again, it's now no clean sheet for, um, the, for the team in like eight or nine games, which I'm not going to lie to you, it's a little bit of a worry, like I'm going to be very honest, because, you know, Ramsdale came in and was like... Right, My last same. clean
1: sheet, Cole, was 19th of March against Villa. So we've now gone 10 games without one.
0: That's worrying. And I, know, I know people will say, oh, we haven't had Tommy or we haven't had Tierney. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter um, because they shouldn't be playing every single game anyway. So I don't know if... I don't know if we need someone to challenge Ramsdale for the number one spot because maybe he's believing his own hype as well. But to be honest with you, he's worried that he hasn't kept a clean
1: sheet for that many games indeed uh oh mr waffles who's been on a quite a few times
2: as as a man bun Um, i know i'm i'm alienating myself and i (laughs) i've I've added myself as a man bunist and he's 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 made himself his own
1: guitar and he's gonna go full um oh what is his name Jeff Jarrett will come and smack Jeff that over my Jarrett. head. Jeff Jarrett is going to go whack you. Because he's, he's not that far from you. He's in the uh, top Honky left-hand tonk. corner. Ponky-tonk, yeah. man. That's it. <laughs> oh, great days. Great days. Uh, a new person in the chat I've not seen before, M Chamberlain. Hello. How are you? If you like it, give us it a, a subscribe then after. It doesn't make any difference. YouTube hates us. Uh, right, Carl. So that was that. Ah, oh, 55th minute, Carl. This was in between my... My um my IPTV constantly going off. I must have had to reload about sixty times during the game, driving out the fucking wall. Uh, goal! Saka corner out to the edge of the box. Cedric spanks it into the top middle of the net. Everton don't care anymore. But that was a great goal, wasn't it? And then he tried it again a little bit lovely. later. Yeah, he was
0: always going to try it again, wasn't he? He was always going to. He was always going to. But that was a lovely goal, like absolutely lovely. Even when it went in, I was like, ooh. Is that, that's why it takes all the free that's why it takes all the free kicks and stuff now? Like, we don't see it, we're like, what the fuck are you doing? But because he probably does that in training all the time, you can just imagine that all the time he does that in training and you think, Oh shit, yeah, he's brilliant, and then that comes to match that you're like, What the hell are you doing? But now nah, credit to him. Um <laughs> brilliant. I don't know, I don't know if he'll be there next season, um, if I'm really honest, but you know what, if you are gonna leave Arsenal, what a way to sign off that
2: absolutely wonderful goal yeah Stan didn't anything do, to say about that didn't he do one similar on his debut as well didn't he I think as well
0: so, yeah, yeah
1: they maybe, so that, maybe, that, maybe that
2: was maybe just bookended his career at Arsenal one at the beginning <laughs> and one at the end
1: <laughs> hopefully yeah, we got we're going to get Hickey now we don't need him um uh Mr Wolf was just down in Olympia oh fight um, you two might be on a show together and then it's uh, only because Stan doesn't have any hair do you Stan?
2: No but Is mine's are, have... it's self-inflicted I shave it off once a week otherwise if I just left it I'd be like Michael Jackson when he was like eight oh, you, should, you should try that that's that's quite the look at the moment. I might do that. Um
1: fifty seventh minute, Carl. Great run down the right by Saka, great dribbling run, and he missed times his steps, stumbled and couldn't get a cross in for Mar I think it was Martinelli, who was ready to score. That was that looked like that was going to be another great goal mm. on the counter attack. Carl.
0: I think he was a little bit greedy, I'll be honest with you. I think he could have squared it earlier and he but he wanted the goal. Uh, so you know, it's youth and I can't blame him he was already what 3-1 up at the time so he just wanted his goal but I, I, if he if he was 1-0 down if he was one nil down or 1-1 and he didn't square it I would have been unhappy but you know what can't blame the kid he's been our player of the season this season so mm. he's entitled to take that sort of shot that like in the last game of the season when we 3-1 up
1: stan what do you think about um The uh, Player of the Year awards Uh, it was uh, Foden got Young Player and De Bruyne got Player of the Year. I think personally that's fair. Saka's been brilliant, but Foden's been better, hasn't he?
2: Yeah, and he's in a winning team as well, right? So that always shades it, I think, a little bit when you've got a young player in a team that's winning. You're getting man bun grief. Divian
0: says someone's focused on the man bun. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, The Stock Sky. Oh, socks, Guy. I thought you said stocks. You like socks? I have one sock that is – I bought two pairs, three pairs of Converse from Cambridge Beehive Centre in nineteen ninety.
2: I was a bit two. worried there, Danny. I didn't know where this was going there when you said I've got one well, sock. Well, it's just a
1: pointless – we've got someone who's a sock fan and uh, I bought three pairs of Converse and I love them. I wore them every day. Now I've got one. I've got this one sock, it's in my bottom drawer, it sits there, and I refuse to get does rid it, of it,
0: although it, I lost the rest of them years ago. Does it come out on special occasions when you go to your special website? What, Gimli's, Gimli's Wank Sock?
1: Uh, <laughs> that was well. a Twitter account.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was an actual Twitter account that somebody set up after you told that story. No, my sock has never had anything other than a foot in it.
0: <laughs> um, i mean if that's your everyone's got their niche danny so if that's what you like i mean i'm just talking socks with a sock
1: guy my convert. i'm going to bring it out next time
0: i want to dig I, it had
2: I had a special i had a special sock once but my mum found it one time when she was cleaning the <laughs> room and she threw it away did she beat it to death with a
1: broom and then chucked <laughs> she, it out of the window <laughs> she carried it out in the room like that probably <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh brady's banana has turned up better late than never i'm going i'm with you on the man bun get to the barbers yeah but hipsters david david is a hipster and in that part of the world that's he's he's considered ultra trendy and he's a he's a man of the arts he's good with wood there we are back to socks um right uh uh <laughs> oh yeah another goal um yeah, yeah, normally, I put a goal by 59th minute. Um, Who had the last goal? Was it you, Stan?
2: Uh, you no, mean, it was um, Carl. All
1: oh, right. Now, next goal, 59th minute. Sack a corner into the middle of the box this time. His range of corners is fucking brilliant. Yeah, and he's free good delivery.
2: Very good delivery. Everything is superb.
1: Remember when we used to have people taking corners and they wouldn't beat the first man? Yeah. yeah
2: now yeah. all over the shop. Yeah, exactly. um, he's like, you have to watch. <laughs> can can the ball get to the first
1: man? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. No, usually. Sack her corner into the middle of the box this time. Everton header it, head it out to Cedric. You think, yeah, they're going, shoot, shoot. He yeah, has a teeny little bit of a run, has a kick. Was it a kick or a pass? And then it hits Gabrielle, stops, and Gabriel goes, oh, thank you very much. And then oh. he, it turns and shoots home. Quality, quality goal. And then VAR tried to ruin it, but it, it was still a loud stand. Great goal.
2: Uh, my missus, she she uh, she had she let out a little yelp for that one because she's a Gabriel fan. She's liked him from day one, and it was a good finish as well. You know, man, good, good finish for a, for a centre back. That was good, good, uh, finish. Mm, Cole, he's chipped, you, in, uh, he chipped in with a few goals now, hasn't he? This season, he's not, he's not goal shy at all, is he, Gabriel? He's
1: got Five. Our list hasn't been updated on Wikipedia, so it says 16th of May. So he's now got, um, in the league, he's got five in 35. And that's in all, he didn't play the FA Cup, all those FA Cup games, Carl. And he played three yeah. of the League Cup games. But it reminds me a little bit of um, Gilberto Silva, not just because he's Brazilian and a lump, but Gilberto used to score a half decent number of goals per season for us, didn't he?
0: Yeah. I mean, when you've got a goal scoring centre back, that's brilliant. And Because did he score on his debut? I must say against right. Fulham or that's Villa. Right. I can't remember yeah. one of those two. He wasn't um, going to play,
2: was he? But it was only because of COVID they, they put him in. He was going to maybe just watch that one and he scored in his debut.
0: Yeah, so, you know, it's it's um, brilliant. You know, we needed a left-footed centre-back for ages, didn't we? Like, two right-footers didn't play, did don't go well together, I think, at centre-back. So it's brilliant now that we've got a left-footed centre-back. Maybe we need a replacement because Mari is, is left-footed, but he's, you know, he's going to be nowhere near the squad he'd definitely be sold or let go um, next season. Um, and with Saliba, I mean, he's right-footed, isn't he? But we'll see what happens with him because there's too many rumours going around about what he said and the translation. Just So we'll see about that. But no, um, for me, Gabriel, I think he's had a solid season. Yeah, he's had a few hiccups. Uh, I think he needs to control his temper, but that may just be part of his game. It's like Granit Jacker in it? Like, you don't want to take the temperament out of Granit Jacker's game because that is him. Uh, so, you know, next season, let's hope for more. He's going to be have to be playing much more games. Hopefully, you know, he will have a run in the Europa, a run in the FA Cup and the League Cup and the League. So, you know, I think he has been one of our solid performers this season. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with him. He's just been good. You know, do we want more from him? Like, Yeah. Has he made a few mistakes? Yes. But what? Defender hasn't made mistakes. It's not a defender in this league that hasn't made a mistake, including the great Van Dyke who didn't win the league. Let me just add that. Um so yeah, just in case anyone, totally anyone wanted to know, Liverpool didn't win the league um today. Uh
1: huh. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, a couple of things here to clear up. Uh, my fellow SOC enthusiast says, I think Laka's, that's more goals from Gabriel than Laka in the league this season. It is indeed. Gabriel's got five. Laka's got four. And someone else, uh, Waffle, says that he Gilberto's one of his favourite players. I always forget until you look back and you think, can't have been. In 06-07, Gilberto scored 10 Premier League goals in 34 games. Wow. And then we let him go to Panathinaikos. Because he wanted a two-year contract and Wenger would only offer him a one. Mm. My good God, sir!
2: <sighs> for so long, though, we um, we were never had. We were never really any threat at corners, were we? You mm. know, and put the kettle on when it's a corner for Arsenal. But now we actually get something out of it. Same with the free kicks as well. You know, Odegaard when he takes a free kick and he's over the ball, you know that there's a good chance that something might happen. Invariably, he forces a save from the goalkeeper. I want to know
1: if um, Benny Blanco has scored uh, this season. I'm just looking for him. He has scored zero in 37 games, but that's not his job, knows, as you probably know. Um, He's uh, stuff. Phil's tidying his sock drawer. I'm surprised you're allowed to own a, a draw, Phil. I wouldn't have thought you like... Oh, uh, Nick's here. Our, Nick from our beloved uh, Norwegian person. Uh, get well soon, Nick. He showed us a picture of his leg. Yeah, He's not been would- a well boy. Um, if John was here, he'd give it a good old slap and a massage for you and make it worse. But uh, he's been away, and he? So people give uh, give Nick some love. Only for this one time, in case his leg comes off and we can't have two blue badge holders at ABW. That's not allowed. So he's going to have to just deal with it. Um, uh, where are we? Uh, oh, Nosey once wants, uh, wants says, uh, sorry, Carl, could you say that again? I couldn't hear you about Liverpool, whether they won the league or not.
0: Oh, um, just in case anyone didn't know and I'll repeat it, like, Liverpool, failed to win the league today Uh, ha 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 no quadruple for you you don't have to hear about that shit all week and I genuinely I hope that Benzema scores a flipping hat trick against them on Saturday and dents their flipping Champions League dreams as well so don't need to see them smile Uh, nothing like that fucking love it hate Liverpool I I can't do you know what Liverpool getting (laughs) in the league would have been annoying. horrible
2: I can feel it coming through the screen, Carl. I can feel it radiated.
0: No, they're yes. the worst fans. Like they are. Like <laughs> I hate Tottenham, but that's just them. Like yeah. United to. fans always going to be Main United fans. I've grown up with Main United fans like all my life, so you can kind of tolerate them. But Liverpool fans, when anything doesn't go their way, they are the ones that moan the most.
1: Permanent anything. victims.
0: Like, always like professional victims. That's what, exactly what they are. Like they just. Oh, they just moan. And I've got a Liverpool friend in one of my groups and he's kind of silent. And the only thing he can say is, you end up fifth. Okay, that's calm. But we're happy with fifth. You ended up second two-horse race this all season. Let's face it. You lost and your greatest ever player had the chance to stop uh, the other team winning the title and failed. slipped up. Got a love Loser. That exactly what he is bottle
1: job so just to confirm Stan can Liverpool do the quadruple this season
2: in case in case anyone's missed it no they cannot
1: yes. just to make sure so if anyone's got any more questions about whether Liverpool can do the quadruple or win the league this season you let us know we'll answer we'll do our, we'll do our very best to, uh, get, to get answer the it yeah. uh, Phil wants to know what Nick's done to his leg if Nick wants to tell people then it's up to him um, we were nice I've once gone. never happened again
0: I've got a question just quickly. I just just on the screen, I've seen it. Uh Stan, would you take Ferdinandinho from Man City?
2: Well, how old is he now?
0: Oh god, thirty I'm gonna say thirty three? didn't probably tell me before I get
1: there.
2: Um no, I won't bother you, I'll let you go and find it. Um w I wouldn't mind having him in and around the squad for a season. Doesn't mean that he has to play every game, but again, what we were saying earlier there would be a lot that some of our players could probably learn from him.
0: Oh, you know? no, he's 37. Fuck well, that, no, I, I won't tell oh, you know. wow. <laughs> wow. He's 37, oh. bloody old. Wow.
1: Magnificent player in his time. Maybe, no, if he he after, yeah. maybe
0: if he looks after the
1: kits or something like that. Didn't <laughs> they have two players that? with the same name once? Two Brazilians.
0: They they had Fer, Ferdinand and Fernandinho, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Oh, Fernando Fer an and one. Fernandinho uh Divian on twitch uh thank you very much Divian, as always nice that you double dip in there if anybody else wants a double dip go and watch us on twitch and watch us on youtube but make sure you've got them unmuted Just mute the browser if you're watching on a PC or Mac. Uh, Divian says, Stan, uh, so does, or both of you, so does Odegaard get the armband permanently next season? What juju would would we need for him to avoid the curse? Do we need to sacrifice to the football gods? (laughs) Yeah, good question.
2: I'm a big Odegaard fan, and he captains at international level, but when I've watched him wearing the arm bad. There's been a few times, for example, there was one match in particular where uh, Cedric took a free kick and he blasted the ball over. And then we got another opportunity for a free kick in a similar area and Odegaard's over the ball and he basically let Cedric come over and just like boss him away from the ball to take it again. That was a perfect opportunity for him to to be a captain and say, look, mate, you've already had one and he almost killed a pigeon without one. So I'm having this. And he just let him boss him out of the way. So I did notice that. Lone Star makes a good shout for Gabriel. I'm not sure how good his uh, English is, but he seems very vocal during games. So, unless he's a shout in, in Portuguese, people seem to be understanding him. He'd be a good shout as well. Who would you guys go for if you could choose?
0: I'd go for Odegaard. Uh, I'd love Jaka to be the captain because I think that he is a perfect captain. I uh, genuinely do. He talks, he knows the game, he's honest, um, and that's what we need. But maybe sometimes the R band comes with a lot of pressure. And, you know, when he was, you know, when that whole incident happened, you know, we wasn't playing well at the time, and maybe the manager and, you know, just didn't play well. We weren't very good. And maybe the pressure got to him with Arteta, someone who can put his arm around Granite Jack. And I think that's what he needed. Uh, and he's got that now, but fans don't forget, do they? And when he was telling the fans to f off and clapping, and I, I don't know if whether fans would ever forgive that. And as soon as he does something wrong, because next season he will get a red card. There's, there's no doubt. granted Xhaka, next season. You sound get pretty a red
2: certain card. he's going to be here next season. Oh, to hear the the um,
1: response oh, from the crowd you? when he went off. They love him.
0: I, I think he will. I don't think Arteta will sell him unless it's some agreement no. that we don't know. I just don't see what is Granit Jacken now? 29? 30? Something along them lines. Um, I'll keep him. What's the, the resale value is going to be nonsense. So you might just keep him for the time being. Whether he'll sign another contract, I'm sure his contract must be running uh, short soon.
1: Jacken is 29.
0: he he'd be 30 in September. I'll keep him. i would keep him. Like, I, I genuinely would. Um, and I'd love him to stay and be the captain. Like, if you... If Arteta sits down with Granit Xhaka and says, look, yeah, we came up short, but listen, I'm going to build the team around you. Because they they will do, it because he is the centrepiece. And they'll say, look, we gave you a partner in Thomas Partey, and when you two played together, you played well. Sadly, Partey can't stay fit for some unknown reason. He can't. It's just like, guaranteeing tyranny. So as a replacement, we are going to get you someone else that you can play in the centre of the park with. Because Granit Xhaka is very rarely injured. The only time he misses a game is when he's suspended. So, you know, he's going to give you... Granit Xhaka is not going to give you brilliant 8, 9, tens out of 10 performances. But he's a solid 6. Granit Xhaka will give you a solid 6. Unless he gets sent off, then he gives you a 3. So, <laughs> for me, I'm keeping him. I'm assuming that you wouldn't stand.
2: Well, I was I was really hoping that um, we could upgrade on him. I just think that uh, I I understand I do understand the qualities that he brings and that that you've highlighted, but I'd like to be able to upgrade on him.
0: But we don't have. I understand what you're saying, but we don't have unlimited like money. So for me, there are other places in the squad that need more attention. Like, and I'd rather the money be spent for two new strikers and a replacement left-back because I don't want to advance anywhere near the squad next season. Mm. Um, And you're forgetting that when Pepe goes, because Pepe is going, technically we've only got one right um, attacking midfielder. So we are going to need, because Saka can't play every single game, so you are going to need a replacement for Pepe as well. So I just think those places in the squad need more attention than... um, an upgrade on Granite Shaka. If we get like an unbelievable offer, like if Roma or someone comes in with a 20 million pound £20 million for a um, replacement, the 29 year old, yeah, I'll probably take that. But anything less than that, I'm not taking. I personally wouldn't take.
1: I want him here. The next season, we're going to have at least 15 more games. Well, more than 15, because we're probably going to get another two or three games in the FA Cup. We're going to have uh, up to 18 games, I think, to get to the Europa League final. So, best part of 15 to 20 more games next season. And, uh, yeah, we need all the players we can get. Ah, our very own Cactus Cash is uh, in the chat, Richard. Uh, We need to sign two forwards, one bigger and one who can play wide and up top. Uh, Also need two central midfielders, depending on... Depending if we sell Torreya and a replacement right back, I think the deal for Torreya has been agreed 15 million ish. He's lost his squad number, are...
2: not squad number to Martinelli.
1: Yeah, Alley. 11.
0: Martinelli. No, didn't yeah. didn't um, Florentina say that the deal's off because Arsenal, they wanted to pay less money and Arsenal said no. So they said, okay, we're not going to sign him. So he's on his way back, I believe. Nick says four-year four deal for
1: Granite. I mean, Granite has turned his career around, hasn't he? And I think he's he's blunt, when um, uh, uh, really he tells the, the facts, his blunt honesty has gone down well, with the, plus the video about his family getting abused and his blunt honesty about we he, some of the players aren't listening to the manager, that sort of stuff. So those sort of things can make or break a player, can't they, Carl? And they've both gone in his favour. And the crowd have turned. Most of them seem to be OK with him.
0: Yeah, until his next mistake. <laughs> Remember, Arsenal <laughs> fans are very fickle. So, you know, he's done well. The next game in the season, like say the first game in the season against I don't know, God knows, Fulham. Because we, all I seem was going to say get, Fulham. Um, yeah, you always seem to get like a newly promoted school play, uh, team. So, and he makes a mistake. Say to say he gets sent off and gives away a, uh, gives away penalty and gets sent off. Trust me, they'll be like, "You should have sold him in the summer." Blah blah blah. So,
2: yeah, I will. So yeah, an- I will. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, he's only as good as his next mistake. And Granit Xhaka has got a mistake in him. He's not perfect by any means, just like any player. But for me, I just think that, like you said, Danny, we're going to have so many more games next season. I feel like he would do well to be in the squad uh, next season. than I personally would keep him. But like I said, you come in, no players irreplaceable uh, and no players... Not subject to a stupid bid, like even I love Saka But if Liverpool came in with a 200 million pound bid for Saka would I sell him in a fucking heartbeat? Like, let's be honest. But, um, blasphemy, I, I, you would as well if 200 million would for, for 200 million, no, no, I 200 mil.
1: I would change the Gunnosaurus to a to a a stuffed Saka and I'll put Saka's face on the Arsenal badge from now on. That bloke is the next Arsenal legend in the making. I wouldn't care how much money there is nil. I would do what La Liga do and put a one stupid transfer values on them. Right, Carl, uh, talk about the last goal from Odegaard. I'm just going to go and have a wee-wee and I need to stop my camera.
0: Okay. Um, Odegaard, that was the little slalom run, wasn't he? He... What I find with Odegaard, Stan, is that he likes to have the ball. He likes to protect it. And he had the ball, um, went past two players, didn't he? Instead of blasting it, he just literally passed it into the bottom corner of the net and scored. And I thought it was a class goal.
2: It's like, you know, in FIFA, when you hold the right bumper button to do the finish shot instead of just smashing yeah. it, you do like a controlled... That's what he does. He's got so much, such technical ability and... Um... Again, for the amount of money that we forked out for for Martin Odegaard, it, I think it's been a fantastic bit of business, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. Um, I, I think we're really lucky to have this guy.
0: I do. I think he's. I mean, um, you know, there was talk about getting James Morris, to, um, Morrison Madison for Madison. That's it for like seventy-five million. Oh. Which, you know let's be honest, that would have been a huge mistake. Um, Hindsight's a wonderful thing. But I think getting Martin Odegaard for less than £40 is absolutely brilliant bit of business. And he's, like you said, he's going to get better. And especially next season where he knows he's going to have to step up. He knows he's going to be playing the European competition and the league. You know, there's going to be an expectation now of, guys, we need to get into the top four. Whatever talk they have when pre training starts, it's going to be, okay, we now need to get into the top four. We have to play better. You give him a striker in front of him, someone who mm. can run, He's going to play better. You saw his performances stepped up when Eddie Nketiah came in the squad because Ed, someone who can hassle defenders and draw defenders out gives Christ, players Christ, like Christ, that yeah. more space. And then when you've got Jacques, um, sorry, Saka to one side of you and then you've got uh, Martin Lenny or Emile Smith-Rowe to the other side of you and the striker can actually run in front of you. It, it, it's, you know, it, it's brilliant.
2: I watch him play and I hate to make the comparison, but I, 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 it's in my head every time I watch him do stuff and I'm like, he's doing everything that I thought Ozal was supposed to do. That's how I feel when I watch him play, you know, the way that he gets around the pitch, you know, trying to get involved even on the defensive side of his game as well, trying to help, help out. I, w- I watch him play and I think to myself, I didn't see Ozil do do any of this.
0: You wanted Ozil to run. I think, you know, I know people who I used I used to, to um come on these podcasts we used to do after the games, and me and Chris would be like, Oh, he's got a laboured style, you know, he looks like he's lazy, but he's not. No, fuck that. Ozil was lazy. He he was <laughs> definitely lazy on the pitch and, and there's all you put up all these stats where he covers the most ground, not with the ball. Like, you, you can cover the most ground, but if you don't have the ball with you, it's um, nonsense. But you're right. I want Ozil to be what Martin Odegaard is and could be. Like, let's face it, Ozil was brilliant. He That brother could find a pass, like, the eye of a needle. He was very, very good. However, um, you know, towards the end of the uh, Arsenal career, he went sour. But Martin Odegaard coming in, like formerly Noza said, Um, he's literally Ozil with better work rate. And that's what we need. That's what we need from our attacking midfielder. And I just feel that you give him a striker who runs and can finish in front of him, watch his assist stats go through the roof. Like, I'm not going to put too much pressure on him, but, you know, he he will get a load of assists if you give him a striker, uh, a good strike in front of him.
2: And as well, I mean, if we look, if we are, you know, the the, the strikers that we're going to be targeting, they're going to be looking at that squad and thinking, oh, yes, please, Martin Odegaard, seven on the plate for me. Thank you very much. 100%. I Mm. agree. So uh, I think that's
1: the game covered. Um, Just uh, for anybody new that is joining us, we have this breaking news that uh, Liverpool didn't win the Premier League, Man City did. I know. 99 goals.
0: Oh my no God, it almost,
1: I'm not And glad so to see. Are like, you glad to see? But I hate Burnley. I hate Watford. I'd I would have liked Norwich to have stayed up, and nah, it would have him. been hilarious for everyone no, to go down. What's him, your
0: no, thoughts? nah fuck them. Genuinely, like I'm sick of these yo-yo clubs. Like Norwich are <laughs> flipping annoying. Um, like Fulham and West Brom. Yeah, like Fulham are going to go back down next season because they're going to sell. You know, when they come up, their striker. What's his name again? Mitrovic. Um, yeah, he doesn't score in the Premier League. Like He scores a ton of goals in the Championship, comes to the Premier League, gets that four goals. Goes back down to the Championship, gets that 25 goals. Comes back up to the Premiership, gets nothing. So, sick of him. And then their winger, they've sold to Liverpool, which is their, like, one of their best players as well. So, um, nah, they can go down. I don't like... um hate Watford, maybe because of the Troy Deeney link. Yeah. Probably, uh, I know he's left there now but that's probably why I don't like Watford Burnley Burnley can fuck off like genuinely I'm sick of their body boy tactics of trying to rough people up and all that nonsense they can go to hell like glad they've gone um, so I don't have to see their stupid face they're like just like a nor- like a northern another stoke aren't they like, that's just- absolutely That's it. hate them. exactly. yeah just hate them like just piss off like so I'm glad we we'll have to see them next season and then next season coming up who is it it's um, Fulham Bournemouth and it's going to oh, be yeah, Forest, no, yeah. Forest Forest or who is
1: the other I one Forest know. or Huddersfield I'd see I'd Forest like come
2: to, up I'd like to see Forest come up they gave
1: it's us totally. our first ever football
2: kits didn't they three. Yeah.
1: No, that, that that wasn't right. Um, the history people said that, that that wasn't right. Is it? They um they said that they said they've had dug up and said no, and they said also teams don't usually travel away to. I think the the theory was that Forest came down to Arsenal. Arsenal didn't have their kit, and so Forest gave them theirs. But if, why would Forest be bringing their home kit to an away game? They didn't, and so yeah, the the, the they found some stuff that said no had nothing to do with Forest. There you go,
0: Mark I, Andrews like to, Andy Kelly. I mean, Forest haven't been in the Premier League for what? What uh, twenty odd years, 23. twenty three. Yeah, so yeah, I'd like to see them come up, and it's a neat place to go, isn't it? Like Nottingham Forest, um, although they knocked us out of the uh, FA Cup, so we need a little bit of a uh, little bit of revenge on them, don't we? So we can beat them twice next season and send them back down. Uh, uh, Stan.
1: Be- for we know as a question, hey, guys, have Liverpool won
2: the league? No. Nope. Oh. Breaking news. In case anyone I mean, didn't know, Liverpool have not won the league. Yeah. So. I
0: thought they were going to win Sorry, the Liverpool, though. Yeah. Oh, no. They
2: were the
1: best team ever.
2: Ooh.
1: Oh, no, well. Not. No said uh, he did like Sean Dice though. No. He's a fucking Fuck idiot.
0: Him. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Manny.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dejan says, Mitrovic has... have... A, Exp poacher, make him chase and score, but he he can't get a full time in the EPL. Yeah, he doesn't. He's uh, broke the. Road. Didn't he get forty two goals in forty three games for in for Fulham or something in the, the Championship? Wow. Um, yeah, Mark says uh Norwich, Watford, and Burnley have already been given a financial advantage for next season in the Championship. Yeah, that's the parachute payments last 3 years, don't they? I think that's a little bit too long. Maybe give them 2 years or what, even just maybe just 1 year because it's like you were saying Cole, the same teams Bournemouth, West Brom, Fulham, Norwich bounce back up and down, up and down. It's it's so hard for any other teams in that league to try and do anything about it because last season Fulham and Bournemouth went down um, went down and Bournemouth the season before that and now they're back again
0: but this is the problem when so with this parachute payments you're going to have those people or those teams who are always going to be like the richest in the in the league and it's going to be harder for any other team to come up i think like i would love <laughs> 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 i would love like a I'm, a I'm south london so i would love like a, a millwall or a or a um and or some of that why not they but yeah I'd love like a Millwall to come up like South London derbies like I'd love that but you know they're never going to be able to compete with the people who the yo-yo teams who go up and down up and down all the time so you know I think the championship although it's one of the best leagues is harder for those teams sort of I don't know seventh and below to try and compete with a team to go up and down all the time um, I think is, is, I agree with you. Why reward relegation? Absolutely correct.
1: Yeah, very yeah. good point. Richard oh, says, uh, "Wasn't it Fred Bardley who used to play for Forest who got some kit off them?" I can't remember what it what the the updated thing was, but yeah, go to Twitter and go and find Mark Andrews and uh, Andy Kelly, whose whose uh, name isn't Andy Kelly on Twitter. He's got some letters and numbers. Um. Mr. Waffle said they last that they last three years. What if they come back up next season and go down after? Are they getting two payments? No. If the uh, if they go down again, their their three year payments gets reinstated. So Norwich have gone down now. They get three years of payment. If they get up, they've got no years. And if they go down again, they get the three years starts again. Yeah. So they like a continuous rolling contract, which is stupid. Um, yeah, like Phil says, why re- reward relegation? I think it's because that was part of the deal when the Premier League used to belong to the uh, the Football League because you had the Football League and the FA Cup. The FA were two separate organisations, and then you that, so the league had the Football League had divisions one, two, three, four, and the League Cup, and the FA had the FA Cup, and then the FA set up the Premier League. And part of the agreement, the teams had to agree to leave the Football League and join the Premier League. 24 teams at first and then part of the agreement was that the teams would get firm financial compensation for going back down to the Football League and they agreed promotion and relegation but in the first couple of seasons we had four teams go down from the Premier League and then it was three went down and remember when we had the playoff it was I think Charlton had a playoff to stay in the Premier League.
2: So are you I saying don't... then that the parachute payments really was an inducement yeah. to get the teams to leave the uh, football league and, and join a new Premier League, really. Something along
1: those lines, such a long time ago. But, yeah, that, that was the gist of it. Hmm,
2: interesting. Um,
1: right, uh, what else have we got to... Uh... Oh, verbal yeah, I backflips. You... i have been watching this for the last 10 years. It will be... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, including the, uh, the um, Steve's Ball Collective... It was, uh it'd be 10 years. This is the 10th year, but for ABW, it's only nine years. Um, What are you going to say, Carl?
0: I'll answer this question now and have a little think about it. Don't answer it now. So if there's one player, and I'm realistically, because, you know, I think there are loads of players I'd want to sign. If there's one player, realistically, you'd want to sign for next season, who would it be? Like, I know it's a, it's a question you probably might need to think about, so I've I'll get back to it at the end of the uh, game, uh, (coughs) end of the podcast. Sorry, but yeah, just one player who you think would improve us next season, who realistically would come to Arsenal. Tammy, all day long. You you think him, like over someone like a uh, Gabriel Jesus? Jesus isn't going to get in the air, is he?
2: That's
1: Abraham's will,
2: huh? That's mine. Is Gabriel. He 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 knows what it's like to win. He's been in the winning team, and um, you know he can play in a number of positions that would really benefit us. He doesn't have to be signed just as our focal point striker and bank everything on him. He could still play in the side alongside another striker. I just think that he, for the amount of money that I think we could be able to get him for, I think it would be a, a good option. The I other one, that, the other one that I like that I'll keep hearing is, is going to be made available. I'd, Frankie de Jong I'd love that to happen if he's, I hear that Barcelona keeps saying that he's going to be made available And he doesn't necessarily uh, Have Man United As his first choice I'd love that to happen as well I think that would be a good benefit to us But yeah, Jesus.
1: Yeah, but um, I think the whole thing with him was he wasn't really doing well at Man City, and so they were just thinking we're going to get rid of him. And then he suddenly got oh goals, sir! Right, I'll be on my way.
2: He has um, been in fine, I think, at Man City. I can even uh, way back in the season when they had that strange formation. I think last season as well, where they're deploying him on the wing and having Sterling sort of like through the middle. He's still chipping in with goals.
1: If people are wondering why ABW suddenly start doing decent tweets, it's down to Carl because Carl's been doing all the tweets, and Carl did this one today. Carl, <laughs> you did this. What did I do? I can't remember. The Dominic Calvert Lewin in a dress.
0: Did I? Well, I didn't tweet it. I didn't. It must have been Josh. <laughs> he wasn't. It <laughs> was Josh. That wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, you're
1: sure? no. So there's a picture of um, for H O M M E, which I think is French for man plus. There's a picture of uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. He's got like a knee high skirt, just above a thigh high skirt on, and he's dressed like a schoolgirl. And uh, then someone said uh, the tweet was bring DCL
0: to Arsenal. Do you like? Oh it? yeah, no. I, I said I didn't take the picture, but I said bring DCL to Arsenal. So that must have been Joshua added the picture.
1: Oh, no, it's Ron Ree. Ron Rhee's added it underneath. I didn't see. Oh, I mean, yes, yeah. he's added that.
0: So, I, I, I will take him. I, I definitely would take him. One, I think we need to up our English contingent of players because we need... I think we're struggling probably with um, filling a quota at the moment. And I think he does... I think he's a focal point. He's fast, he's good with his feet. Uh, so, I, I, and I think he would I definitely definitely would improve us. But I'm not we need two strikers. And whatever striker you bring in, you lie to them, you say, You're gonna be our main striker. And then if the next one comes in, you say you're gonna be the main striker. Like you pick them up against each other because that's what you want. Competition. So yeah, whoever, you know, we need two strikers and you just told them you're gonna be the main one. So they both come in first their training thinking, yeah, I'm gonna be the main one, I'm the main one and then, you know, whoever scores the most goals in training, that's who plays. Um some of them gonna get. Some of them are going to get Europa League games. Some of them are gonna get um, league games. There may be a time where well, you need to play both of them up front. Who knows? But for me, someone like when I was talking about the about the World Cup, like someone like Calvin Lewin, who's going to play out of his skin to try and make that World Cup squad. He's, he's gonna want to. He's gonna want to go to the World Cup. So he's gonna play. If he can stay fit, he's gonna play much harder to try and get into that squad. I mean, Harry Kane's always gonna be. Uh, the main person. But, you know, behind Harry Kane, striker-wise, England, there's not much behind him. Um, gone the days where England had a plethora of brilliant strikers like yeah. Shearer, sheringham Cole, Wright, um, Fowler. Like, you know, those days have gone. We don't have that anymore. So I think someone like Calvert-Lewin coming in and you say, Arteta sits him down and says... You know, you want to make a World Cup squad, you give them a reason to make that World Cup squad. You play out your skin. You, you, you made it. So, yeah, I think my one would be Dominic Calvert-Lewin.
1: On Twitter at the moment, Kaya Kanak, who is a, um, a, a journalist, has tweeted, pictures like this, and it is this is the third picture, El Nenny with a pen, and looks like a contract, and having photos taken. So uh, people are assuming he signed a new contract. Is that good?
0: If it's true, it's a squad player, and um, we at the moment we're going to need that. Like you said, Danny, we're playing 15 extra games next season, um, and let's be very honest, Partey is not the most. Um, he's not going to stay fit for the whole season. So if you can bring in Neil Nene for you know uh, all the Europa League games and rest party for them, and he can play the league games. I'll, I'll take that. Do you agree, That's Stan?
2: A big fan of Elneny, you know, for, been for, for some time. And um, if we can keep him, you know, we, we're going to need depth anyway. And I've, as I've always said, if if Elneny's only, say, 70% what your best midfielder is, at least you get the full 70% every time he plays. And I'm happy with
1: that. No, I think Nick says... Or oh, he's signing a birthday card for Doris the tea
2: lady. <laughs> or maybe they're just sitting around working out today's wordle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've got we've got a few um we've got a few questions here. One from Cy. What are the most realistic targets for next season? Top four or two cup finals? Which one are those two Do you reckon was most likely? Ooh,
2: I would love us to win the Europa League. I really would, and still finish in the top four, not use that as the get out of jail to get in. I want us to, you know, finish and qualify for the top four, but I'd love us to in the Europa League. I would love this group of players to have the experience of going through the tournament together and winning it and then being hungry to then the following season go into the Champions League with with that will to win. I'd love them to win it.
0: Carl? Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be easier to qualify for the Champions League within the Europa League than um, finishing in the top four. I genuinely do. I think there's going to be so many clubs um, trying to get into the top four. I think you've got the top two who are always going to be the top two for a number of years. You've got, unfortunately, that lot up the road who seem to have got their shit together hopefully they have a summer of turmoil where Harry Kane wants to leave because if he leaves and Real Madrid didn't get Mbappe and they're coming for Sun, fuck, I love that so much. Um, You've got Chelsea, the kind of, at the moment, you don't know where Chelsea are going to be because you don't know how much money they're going to have and what they can do with their players. Newcastle are going to, I'm not saying Newcastle can get to the top four, but they are going to improve loads next season and, Sadly, I think with uh, Ten Hag, Man United may have got a manager who knows what he's doing. So I'm not too sure uh, about them. I think top four next season is going to be very, very competitive. I
1: just want to share a screen with you of uh, something I've just seen on Twitter that I think is absolutely hilarious <clears throat> for people at home and on the minibus, I will tell you what's happening. In the 84th minute, it was Liverpool 2, Wolves 1, and someone um, told all the Liverpool fans that Aston Villa had scored a third goal. And this is what the Liverpool fans did from today's game. They're all celebrating because they thought that Villa had scored to make it 3 3 and that they were. Look, oh, cel- I've heard the news. I'm celebrating. with the champions. Look at them. Oh, oh. through? King, congratulations. Oh, you muggy cunts.
2: I wanted to see see their faces as the news started to filter through the crowd. uh, That wasn't the
1: case, you know? To see the hearts breaking. I couldn't play too much more because in case they showed a little bit of football and then they take down this video... um, Couple more questions. Phil says, Carl. So, who is up for beating Spurs in the Europa final after they get dumped out of the Champions League? Oh, I don't like the sound of that.
0: Nah, my nerves would not be able to take that yep. game. That's nah, it. At all, I would playing Chelsea last time was working, was worse enough. Like, but playing, um, yeah, playing Tottenham, my nerves would absolutely just be shot to pieces.
2: I'd love it though. This is what we live for. I would be like bricking it but this is what you, I'd love it to happen though. It's what we live for, right?
0: It is, it is. but I just but, couldn't yeah. take I mean losing it's not like losing out to top four this season. It is. It hurts but it hurts more than who we lost out to. That's what hurts the most. Yeah. From Womble wants to know where you
1: got your couch Carl, it looks comfy. I've actually got a brown fake leather the couch it cost me 200 quid from Tesco and I never sat on it and I've had it four years.
0: God, I can't remember, but
2: I'm replacing this very, very soon. Um you're gonna do Give yeah, it, to, uh... it to procrastinate Lumbo for for the like part. <laughs> Why? No, I, yeah, I don't
0: want a leather couch anymore. Like I want a material one, so this one's going. Uh... Well,
1: it's just just stop sitting on there with no clothes on and you won't keep sticking to it in the hot weather. <laughs> um, Jashar <laughs> says, evening fellas, what are your thoughts on the Saliva situation? I think he'll come back and I think he'll stay and I think he'll do well for you two? Why
2: can't he just come back, yeah. work work hard, believe in his talents and try to f- force his way into the team? That's what all I can ask for.
0: Yep, I agree. Carl? I think it's slightly mismanaged. I think Arteta's, one of Arteta's worst decisions he ever made was playing Mustafi over Saliba. I think that was something that he would have regretted. I mean, He's, I know it's a French League and I know we joke about it, but he's he gone to the French League and he's, he's torn it up. Like he's, he's done really, really well um, in the French League, so credit to him. But playing Mustafi over Saliba, playing Mari over Saliba, not putting last and not putting him into the um, Europa League squad, Arteta is a villain for that. And I think he probably knows he made a a massive mistake doing that. And like Stan said, next season, come back and battle Ben White for that um, right centre-back's place because I think that would be a massive battle and I think that would be absolutely brilliant. And that's what you want. You want competition for places um, and I think that would be absolutely brilliant. So I welcome him back, Definitely.
1: So do I. Um, oh, I've got a couple of quotes here from Rudy. Um, I forgot I, hi- I saved them, but forgot to read them. Arteta on the decision over El Nene, Laka, and Eddie. It's been decided, but it's very difficult to communicate it. What they deserve to have, what they had today, to do it early is very awkward, and it could disrupt the club and the team. Not sure what to make of that. There might have been another one that I didn't I didn't see in there.
0: Um, there's well, no way we're... we can sign on um, Lacazette, right? Like, no one wants to keep Lacazette, right? Oh. No way. he said, oh. uh, with, with about 12 games to
1: go this season, someone in the chat said, what do you reckon will come first, the end of the season or Lacazette's next goal?
0: There's just no way we can keep Lacazette, like, at all. He He's had his time... Which well, how would you rate Stan? How would you rate his time at Arsenal? Would you rate it a success, a failure, or indifferent? I think failure is probably harsh, but would you rate it like a good time at Arsenal or just indifferent?
2: Well, you said it a moment ago about hindsight being a great thing, and for me, in hindsight, we should have basically kept Oliver Giroud and not bought Lacazette. And had you know Giroud trying to work with Abameyang as a backup and a Plan B probably would have worked better. And I was really pleased when we signed Lacazette. He came with a good reputation. I knew a little bit about him, but he's, it's never really clicked for him at Arsenal. I don't think he's never really put up, managed to even put up the numbers that Oliver Giroud would put up for us in the season. And we were told that Giroud wasn't good enough to take us to the next to the next level. So. Shame. I'm. I'm, I don't want to give him another contract though. It is a little bit of a shame though that you pay out over fifty million for a player and you're not going to get a penny back though. You know. Same with Aubameyang. Yeah, but them so much
0: money lost. Same with Özil. Yeah. Yeah. I think. See, I hear what you're saying, but I think Aubameyang. I mean, let's face it. Aubameyang won us the FA Cup. You know, single-handedly dragged us through. Then. Um. Was as Lacazette ever done that? No, like I've not at all. He's the chances that he's missed, and you know the runs that he's gone on and hasn't scored. Not at all. Like I, I just, I don't want to say his time was a failure at Arsenal, but sadly he's only going to re- be remembered for bad things. In the mm. um, that like he's never going to be remembered. Oh, like can you remember a stand-up moment? for Aubameyang in the whole time he's been there. Like, the, the,
1: the celebrations with Laka.
0: <laughs> that, that's it. I can remember <laughs> the goal he scored against Spurs on his left foot. Um, but barring that, I can't think of a, a game where, oh my God, like you think, oh my God, like I said, like, he, he turned that game around. Like I just can't think. So, yeah, I, I think that... Maybe that
2: goal that he scored against Wolves, I think remember
0: yeah oh yeah yeah winning um to 2-1
2: yeah yeah maybe maybe that is it, and, and 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 that's really all that's really it for me <laughs> it's
1: that is very sad indeed we've got a couple of other oh, i'm just trying to do some stuff <laughs> on there um what else have we got For um, uh,
2: like chris carpenter enters the chat <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: michael like says gold again against Chelsea—that was important. Yeah. Um, Divian says, "Have a Villa scored against Liverpool yet? Have the Liverpool won the league yet? We're not sure. There's been no no um, actual news on that." Jashar says, "With the French-speaking group being dismantled, do you think Saliba will want to want to come back?" I don't think who speaks French is going to be much of a a thing on whether he comes back or not. I think it's all down to Arteta and whether he wants him. Um. Uh Waffle says yes. Al- Alba carried us to the FA Cup. Lafa La- La- did nothing of notes. Um right, uh, I think I think that's it. Um right, uh, tonight at 10 o'clock is gonna be Mike is in a gutter drunk somewhere in North London. So joining <laughs> me for the the Sunday roast is gonna be Soph from the Highbury Squad. And we're gonna have a chit chat about all kinds of stuff. So I'm gonna go the whole list of people I want to come on and replace Mike. Uh for the for the the um the sunday roastings hopefully i'll get around to everybody eventually um carl have you got any plans now the season is over
0: i am going to follow the biggest itk in football which is chris carpenter uh chris underscore runs with a z because he's cool uh, if you want to know anything about anything in french football follow him because uh, Thomas Lamar apparently is on his way to Arsenal. No, that was in 2018, wasn't it? It was going to happen. It was done. Oh, yeah, it was done. The paperwork was signed, but apparently didn't have enough time to complete it. So watch this space, people. Thomas Lamar to Arsenal. Chris Carpenter, uh, 2018.
2: Wow, excellent. Stan, what are you up to? I'm I'm looking forward, actually, to having a little break now. From this season because it has been a, a a bit of a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, but how long before you're in for some football? That is usually,
0: next week. Usually about a week,
2: isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> about a week. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: be, the champ, The Champions League will be over next week, and then I thought you'd be thinking, flipping hell, there's, there's there's nothing. And the problem is it'll be city season where, like you said oh, we're signing this player and everyone's that excited and then people start tracking the planes. I can't wait for that. I, I can't wait
2: <laughs> yeah. for that, genuinely. Yeah, like the, the, the best one though, wasn't it, was the Isaac Rolls-Royce that was seen in the, <laughs> the, the number plate. It wasn't even. You know, he comes to London, oh, I need to hire a car. I'm going to hire out a Rolls-Royce to drive around in and get a private <laughs> number plate as well.
1: These people have obviously never dealt with a DVLA because I've changed private plates three times, four times on three different vehicles and those fuckers don't get anything done the same day or the same month. I mean, if I, go away, if anyway. I do
2: something for the weekend, I'm lucky if I hire out a Ford Fiesta or a Tesla. <laughs> Sometimes I just have a bicycle if I'm in Amsterdam, right? But uh, can I can just say as well, I'd just like to say as well, I've really enjoyed uh, being on here this season. I'd like to say a big thank you to you guys uh, and to everybody in the chat for welcoming me in for these post match uh, these post match uh, reports that we're doing. And I'm really looking forward to next season as well. To thank you've
0: done more that- than that shit uh person Ellis uh has done this season. <laughs> fuck Ellis, Ellis is I, I still love <laughs> him, but fuck him, like genuinely. Um he's supposed to be looking after our Nick. And he do you know what made me laugh, Danny, in the group chat when he goes, Oh yeah, I thought I saw you in uh in A but I just didn't go up to you. Like, what the fuck? Like is a copyright. Be- <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, okay, Ellis, like, okay. But you know, um, I wanna just reiterate looking um What Stan said, like, the chat has made um, us this season. It's just been brilliant, interacting with people. And, you know, you're not always going to agree. People don't always agree with me. People don't agree with Chris. People don't agree with Danny. No one agrees with Danny because he's shit. But, um, you know, and that's what makes football good. If we all agreed on, on the same thing, it would be rubbish. It would be boring. And the fact that people have different views and come out. And, yeah, we get angry. When Arsenal lose, we get angry. Everyone gets angry. We all have different opinions. Whether you're Arteta in, Arteta out, this person in, this person out, just support the team. Don't let Arsenal stress you. That's what one thing I've learned. I, I don't let Arsenal stress me at all. When Arsenal lose, I switch off. I don't watch match of the day. I don't watch highlights because I'm not letting Arsenal ruin my weekend in the slightest. Not happening. So next season, we come back. We deal with whatever we need to do. And hopefully... No, this time next season, we're sitting here talking about how we've just won the Europa League mm-hmm. and the FA Cup and we've cemented fourth. Like, you know, and that's what's good about this season. Like so much twists and turns, unexpectedness. So you know what? Next season, let's hope that um we're celebrating. Do you
1: like the banner at the bottom now? It just continuously says hashtag fuck Ellis. It'll do that all day long. What a shit bag. What a horrible, terrible, what a horrible man for being that good looking and having a lovely family and a gorgeous missus. Absolute scumbag. Um, yeah, I'll oh, we'll still be doing the, the Sunday roasts every Sunday. Um, hopefully, get some more when Mike is busy, get some more of ABW on there. Um, I mean, me and John were late last night because we were talking about 10 minutes about trading cards. I don't understand it. I just find it endlessly entertaining. And then, uh, I think that that's about it. We'll be back at ten o'clock tonight for that chat. We've got the this is our thousandth sh- um, YouTube show. Um, some of them are only been short ones or. 30 second ones but it's our thousandth one the next thing coming up is going to be maybe the podcast will be a season review and then we've got the awards the abw awards that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks and then we've got the predictions looking back at our own predictions which is a uh, which is going to be good uh oh dean the everton fan i was nearly going to ring you today dean yesterday to see if you want to do the preview show um he's an everton fan he said i'm made out of those horrible copite bastards didn't win it oh Liverpool didn't win the league oh. yeah they didn't win the league. Oh
0: Absolutely wow! Absolutely
1: shocking. shocking. But they're the best me. team That's in the me world. Me. It is.
0: I think um, that should be on the banner, Danny. Like that should be the banner. Liverpool didn't win the league.
1: You give me um, long enough, and I'll get and I'll and I'll give it a go. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but um, yeah, um, we'll we'll be in and around the summer, won't we, Danny? But, like, we'll probably do one-off shows and maybe W after dark and all that jazz. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think this season has been one ups and downs. Like, like if you would have said, to, when we finished eighth last season, if you would have said to us that we're going to finish fifth next season, I think everyone would have bitten your hand off. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. And, you know, I think we've achieved our targets. We're in the league. We're in, sorry, we're in Europe. Um, we've just missed out on the top four finish, playing with, let's basically a handicap, haven't we, stand Like, um, with no striker, next season, hopefully, because nothing's guaranteed, we are definitely going to have a striker make two, who can put the ball in the back of the net. So when we've got that, then you know what, long may continue, and we will be celebrating definitely uh, a top four finish.
2: Yeah, big, it's a big, big season for Mikaela Tower. No backsliding. He can't finish below where we are now. He can't slide back now. So, no excuses. Can no longer say that he's a rookie manager. You know, it's, it's, it's his third season now. He's completed his third season. I've got to... He knows his. He knows the ropes.
0: Quick question: If he doesn't make top four next season, does he go? No. Top. We've got to make top five.
2: De- de- depends if we win win anything as well, right? If we win the Europa League, but if we win no cups and we don't make Europe, then that's 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 not good enough right we're going to go big in the summer so there should be more improvement
1: and uh also a little a bit more breaking is someone's broke into the shit heart lane stadium and they've taken a picture of their trophy cabinet there we go i'm assuming it's empty it is completely empty there's a picture on the screen of an empty display cabinet it It's is a nice
2: cabinet,
1: though. Uh, <laughs> i just look at that and i think how much money have they wasted having those lights on or for all these uh all these years of nothing. So uh yeah. Uh, I
2: think the I think the wood there is teak, if I'm not mistaken. It's two thousand years old
1: and had very little use. One very careful owner, not been opened. For the last time they opened that, Gary Mabbott was still in uh in pajamas. <laughs> not, I said, pajamas. Anyway, people, thank you very much. I'm just gonna see if the um if Sophie and the hybrid squad are live yet, because they're meant to be doing their show at eight o'clock. Uh, they're they they're not live yet. But um yeah, Sophie is gonna be on at eight o'clock, they said. Um, here is their their YouTube. There's plenty of other decent ones to go and look at too. But if you go over to there, the hybrid squad, tell Sophie and big Kev Campbell, Arsenal legend. You know, I I DM'd him the other day on Twitter. I went, I haven't spoke to you for a while, Kev, how are you doing? And he messaged me right back and said, I'm doing really well. How are you? That's the kind of bloke he is. I've never met him. Just done a few shows with him. He followed me on Twitter for some unknown reason, which he hasn't regretted yet. And he replied straight back asking how I was. What a gentleman. What's him on in next season? We, yeah, well, we've had two ex-players on this season. No, we've only had one. So Kev Campbell is going to win the the ABW Pro Guest of the Year Award. Congratulations. Back-to-back winners for him. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, we've had on. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go. So uh, see you all at 10 o'clock. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much, Stan. You're welcome.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you much, Carl. You've been delightful as
0: always. No worries, Daniel. Always here to help.
2: And
1: uh, thank you very much to everybody in the chat. You have been wonderful and we will be back uh, at 10 o'clock and then some more shit over the summer. Right. Ending the show. Goodbye.
0: Liverpool didn't win. Liverpool didn't win. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid.
2: Splendid business. Get down, dog.